Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Before we get started, please rate and review our show. It helps people find us. On this episode of Sports Illustrated Weekly, it's been a minute since Pablo Sandoval played Major League Baseball, which doesn't mean he hasn't been playing baseball at all. Writer Joseph Bean Kahn joins me to discuss his GQ story on what Sandoval has been up to, where he's been playing, and whether the man affectionately known as Kung Fu Panda has designs on making it back to the big leagues. I'm your host, John Gonzalez. From Sports Illustrated and iHeartRadio, this is Sports Illustrated Weekly. Joseph Bean Khan, welcome to Sports Illustrated Weekly. Thanks for having me, John. I used your full formal Christian name here. We're going to call you Joey, though, because that's what you go by. But you wrote an excellent piece for GQ Magazine. I highly recommend everybody go and read it. We'll make sure to link to it in our show notes. But it's about Pablo Sandoval who was one of the biggest and best-known players in Major League Baseball for a long time. He was affectionately known, maybe still is, as Kung Fu Panda. I guess you don't really shake a nickname like that. But before we get to what he's up to these days, give people a little synopsis, a little background on his MLB career. When did he last play in the majors? And what was he known best for? Yeah, so I am from San Francisco, so I kind of saw the whole... uh at least the high point of the Pablo Sandoval experience. But 
He arrived in 2008, halfway through the season, and just kind of came on in that mythical way that rookies sometimes do. He wasn't a big prospect, but he showed up and he was this 5'10", at the time listed at 246 pound third baseman who would jump, grab line drives and blow bubbles while in the air. He would also stumble and fall around the bases every once in a while. (laughs) And uh, late in that season, he jumped over a Dodgers catcher to score a run. And that's when Barry Zito gave him the name that stuck, the Kung Fu Panda. And even by the end of that year, Giants fans had started showing up wearing panda hats. He was just kind of this like, you know, lightning in a bottle kind of player that comes around. And he never hit as well as he did as a 22 year old. You know, he had a very early peak, which is part of what fascinates me about his story. But he won three World Series with a team that hadn't won a World Series since 1954. He caught the final out in the 2014 World Series. Salvador Perez, the 2-2, popped up, Sandoval in foul territory, Giants win! And then he left. And that's kind of what always is fascinating about the Pablo story is you're this made man in San Francisco three-time World Series champion, uh, World Series MVP, and then he left to Boston. And as anyone knows about the Boston media, it's not a great place to go and fail. (laughs) I spent some time in Boston. All East Coast cities are very tough. That's a particularly tough spot, especially if you're a baseball player with all the history with the Red Sox. But Pablo was still a fan favorite. So when did he wash out of the majors? What happened there? Yeah, so he has stuck around. Like he started the season last season on the Atlanta Braves and he was a glorified pinch hitter, but he was a good vibes guy in the locker room. He was well liked. And halfway through the season, he was traded to the Indians for the eventual World Series MVP was part of that fantastic trade and then continued to struggle with the Indians and no one came calling this year. So He got a call from Mexico and signed on with a team in Monclova in northern Mexico, seven hours south of Austin, Texas, to play for the Acereros. I love this story. I mean, when athletes are, you know, holding on, trying to stay in their sport, he decides to go down to Mexico. It's a fascinating piece. You went to Mexico. Set the scene for everybody. What's that league like? What's that town like? And what does he look like in that atmosphere? So I was lucky enough to write about the Mexican League in 2019 for Medium. I went down to Tijuana for that story. And Tijuana, the stadium is 17,000 capacity. It kind of feels not big league-ish, but definitely bigger than the minors. But driving into Monclova, it is a, there's one big street that runs through the town. You know, there's some HEBs, there are a few American businesses, but it definitely feels like a small town. I love this small town, man. It's, it's, it's unbelievable how the people are, how the people treat you. It's a beautiful city. When you came to a city like that, you want want to play, you want to be good, you want to do good for, for the city. In Monclova, it is very hot. When I was there, there were highs of 108 on some of the days. It's very humid and it's very small townish, but this 
8,000 capacity stadium fills to the brim. Fans bring drums, noisemakers. There's, I think, three or four mascots. There's cheerleaders. There's music playing through the entire game. And probably most importantly of all for all of this energy, there are $2 beers at uh, Liga Mexicana games. So it's more like you're at a basketball game or soccer game or football game than what we picture Major League Baseball games, which are something like a nice picnic, uh, you know, quiet little day in a park. They love the game. They respect the players. And, you know, playing in other countries is different because you, you know more things about that country. And that's what I think that, I, that I've been learning. I'm learning a lot of things from this country and uh, enjoying the time here. So as we mentioned, he's obviously a fan favorite. He's a big name. He also told you, right, when you were talking to him, Joey, that especially down there, everybody knows him. Yeah. So he, I think I was, as you do with these sports stories, I kind of came in with a question, which is why when you've won four World Series rings and made $116 million, do you continue to play? And if you're going to continue to play, why Monclova, which I explain as the Pittsburgh of Mexico, and it's kind of a small steel town. Like, why do you choose that place of all places? And that was a question I had continued to try to ask in different ways to Pablo. And as far as I could tell, they were one of the teams that called. They were a team that kind of expressed that they trusted him and believed that he could be, you know, we know Manny being Manny. They were okay with Pablo being Pablo down there and uh, that he would have a chance to win and compete. Why, Monclova? The team, the, the organization, the owner, the ownership, they're, they're so nice with, with me and my family. So this, uh, this is one of the great cities to play baseball. They love baseball. And uh, the team, the chemistry we got is super nice. Soon after I was down there, he was cut by the team and signed on elsewhere. So it kind of created some narrative tension in the story. When you see a guy choose a town that's a little off the beaten path because of trust, and then that trust is broken. Yeah, that's tough. So he made, as you mentioned, $116 million in his career. What was he making down there? Mexico baseball contracts are not public, but I did some digging and... The best guess I have is about 20,000 per month plus room and board. And then for the foreign players who are usually the highest paid in the league, taxes are covered as well. So I spoke to one pitcher for a different team who said he was called up to the majors in September of last year and actually made less money that month than the months he was playing in the Mexican league because of taxes, expenses, all of that. So it doesn't pay well compared to, you know, prime Pablo, but it pays better than the minor leagues. And you get to live kind of the, not big league experience, but closer to big league experience. Because this is, in Monclova, this is the biggest show in town. And there's no question about that. And how's the competition in the Mexican league? Is the league any good? So after that, 2016 rule change I wrote about in the earlier article. The rule change basically allowed teams to count Mexican American players as 
native players on the team and each team gets seven players born outside of Mexico. But this kind of led to a talent surge because these teams would start searching, uh, you know, for a great grandmother who maybe was born in California before California was part of America. <laughs> and that would count as Mexican heritage or, you know, they would go searching for Mexican heritage wherever they could find it. And that kind of brought an influx of talent into the league all at once in 2017. Since then, the league's definitely gotten better. There's days where you're watching a game and it kind of feels like you're playing David Roth's Let's Remember Some Guys. Like It'll be like, oh, remember that Cubs prospect who never made it? Or remember Addison Russell, who was you know a starting, burgeoning star on the Cubs? Or Josh Reddick or Chris Carter? There's some guys you know, but pitching is light years behind hitting now. I was looking it up and uh, four guys hit 400 this year. Two guys hit 38 homers during the 90 game season. And they were averaging 12 runs a game in these Mexican league games. So it is a hitting bonanza, but it's not bad. Like it's a fun product to watch. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. And this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places Alright, so it's a hitting bonanza and yet he goes down to this small landlocked steel town gets cut, now he's with a new team how did he look to you uh, when you went to see him and how's he playing with his new team? Yeah, so he was cut because he was hitting 240 in this league where hitting is Balloon. The numbers are ballooned. And uh, the team was right at 500 when I was down there in early May. So I had uh, someone in the uh, front office tell me, like, the owners are concerned. Mm. We've spent a lot on all of this talent and uh, we shouldn't be a 500 team. So they made a lot of changes, one of which being Josh Reddick retiring, one of which being Pablo being cut. And a few others followed, but they ended the season as the three seed. Pablo then signed on with a team called the Olmecas de Tabasco, and they are the two seed in the Southern Division. And playoffs have just started. Once he got to his second team, he started hitting 300. He's done a lot better. And uh, fingers crossed, they meet up in the World Series of the Mexican League in a couple weeks. All right, so part of the Pablo Sandoval story, as you mentioned at the top, is how he's looking. And, you know, <laughs> you and I discussed this before, and, and I mean that not just how he's looking on the field, but how he actually looks physically. And you and I discussed this before. We don't want to do any fat shaming here. However, he is named Kung Fu Panda. So how's he look these days? Yeah, so I've always been of the belief, as long as you could get around the bases and hit and you're not making a bunch of errors. I don't really care if you have a little gut. I was a, grew up a Mo Vaughn fan, you know, it's fine. It's baseball, we're not playing soccer here. But uh, he's definitely looks like Pablo Sandoval. He doesn't okay. look like late career, you know, Mo Vaughn or something. It's not like he's put on an extra 20 or 30 pounds. But yeah, I mean, one of the fascinating parts of this article was going and reading back through all these clips to do your research on it. And the world has changed in a few short years where the stuff that the Boston guys especially, but also Barstool were writing about Pablo would just not fly today at all. Dan Shaughnessy had a line, get a load of that gut in his 2016 spring training column about him. There was uh, mentions of Colonel Sanders, Sarah Lee, the Delhi counter at Publix, and then uh, 
Barstool being Barstool had a, a headline, look at this fat fucking piece of shit, Pablo Sandoval. So the amount that this guy got raked over the coals for being overweight is something special, but <laughs> I don't think it will happen again in sports. I like him just the way he is, thick with two C's. <laughs> uh, that's my kind of ball player. So obviously this is not the majors. He's taken heat for his body type. He's taken heat for his game. And yet he's still trying to play. And you asked him if he ever lost his love for the game. What was his response? I mean, it's pretty magical to talk to a guy because obviously all of these athletes have their guard up a little bit in these interviews. And at first I was talking to Pablo and I was just like, there's some cliches coming. And finally, once you start to get into more of the poetry of baseball is when he started opening up and he talked about, you know, this is the game that's like created a life for me. It's one of the things that I still do with love and passion because that's the way they teach me when I was young. People don't realize that when you lost that, it's time to walk away, but I'm never gonna lose that because I love this. It's this guy who is just, I mean, he told a story about scouts beginning to arrive out in uh, Puerto Caballo, Venezuela, starting to talk to him when he's a 14-year-old. And his mom is like, I want to talk to these scouts and tells them, my son is not going to come to America at 14. He's going to finish high school. He's going to get his life in order as much as that's possible by 17 years old. But then he finally is signed and comes over to rookie ball as a 17-year-old with barely any English arrives in America and is forced to find his footing. And obviously all of that is inextricably tied to baseball. Loving the game, you know, like I say, I don't know nothing to do besides baseball. <laughs> so I've not been talking with my family. So they're having fun, my kids having fun, to see me playing and uh, enjoying the time with me. You know, as, as soon as I still hit the, the baseball, I'm gonna keep playing. <laughs> so, I don't know, my wife tell me, or my kid tell me, that stop. So it's this guy who has just now spent more than half of his life away from his home, but also has made a home wherever he's playing through baseball. So it's this kind of magical story. And he talks about his son starting to get into the game just as uh, swing happy as he is. And yeah, I think uh, I was trying to answer the question, why Monclova, why keep playing? And you try to <laughs> dodge and duck cliches and all of that. And you think there must be some ulterior motive here, but like the man has made enough money. He's comfortable. He just really likes to play baseball and he's not ready to quit. I'm just happy to keep <laughs> playing baseball. Keep swinging. Keep swinging. <laughs> Like I always say, I was making a joke. I get paid to swing the ball. I don't get paid to get walked. <laughs> so yeah, still, if I hit the ball, I'm gonna be fine. I'm gonna swing. <laughs> I always say that. So he loves the game. I get that. But he's 36. He'll be 37 in August. He's still going. Does he harbor illusions of making it back to the bigs, or does he know that it's probably not going to happen? That's a great question. I mean. He would not say directly one way or the other. I think he is realistic. And I think I talked to a few guys in the league who talked about how hard it is to be a veteran and refine your footing, especially in Major League Baseball these days, when often there's a premium put on the cheaper option and the younger guy 
under team control, all of that. But I also think there was something Josh Reddick told me, which became extra interesting because he retired days after I left and after he told me this quote, he told me, you're a former player a lot longer than you're ever a current player. So you just try to play as long as you can and enjoy every moment. You don't want to look back and go, man, I really wish I would have played two more years. So I think that tells the story as much as anything is the Mexican league is not the big leagues. I don't think Pablo believes he has anything else to prove in a career. He has four rings. He has a World Series MVP. The Pablo Sandoval story is always this kind of idea that if only he had changed his body or if only he had stayed in San Francisco or if only he hadn't torn his labrum, what could have been? But I think I kind of believe him when speaking with him that he doesn't have regrets. He thinks he had a career worthy of what he, his talent and everything else. And he just wants to play baseball. And Mexico is as good of a place as anywhere to play. As good a place as any. I always liked watching him play. I really enjoyed reading about him playing in Mexico. Go read Joseph Bing Khan's excellent story about Pablo Sandoval in GQ. We'll have a link on our show notes. Joey, thanks for this. Thank you, John. Thanks for listening, everybody. And a reminder to please rate and review the show. It helps people find us. And a special thanks to our friends at GQ for passing along Sandoval's interview audio. Sports Illustrated Weekly is a production of Sports Illustrated and iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite shows. And for more of Sports Illustrated's best stories and podcasts, visit SI.com. This episode of Sports Illustrated Weekly was produced by Jordan Rizzieri, Jessica Yarmoski, and Isaac Lee, who is also our sound engineer. Our senior producers are Dan Bloom and Harry Swartout. Our executive producers are Scott Brody and me, John Gonzalez. Our theme song is by Nolan Schneider. And if you've stuck around this long, we leave you with this. Yeah. What about food? I've been having fun eating out here. <laughs> you don't? I like it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Everything. Everything. Every, like it. Food here is good. People come to you, invite you to, to do a, a barbecue carne asada, like a corn carne asada. And, and you know, it's, it's everything like in this city is special. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.